Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. And today I want to talk about karma, karmic patterns. And before I dive into what I want to share, I'm going to preface it with a conversation we had in our facilitators group. So there's a group of people getting certified right now in the receiving method. They are trained facilitators and they have been spending the last year with me diving deep into the receiving method. And so we've talked about a number of topics that have come up based on the time that we're in on the planet. And the thing that has come up most recently for me and that we were discussing was karmic patterns and healing old wounds that seem, at least on the surface, to have come from previous lifetimes. And so one of the facilitators said, can you talk a little bit more about what you perceive karma to be? Because for me, and this was the facilitator talking, I've always felt that, or I've always understood that karma is, you know, when you do something bad, something bad's going to happen back to you. Like that's sort of the response or the retribution, depending on how, I guess, how much you think there is retribution in the world for what we do. And I, understand where that comes from and karma the the word itself certainly belongs to a particular language and understanding and so i'm taking it and using it in my own personal understanding of it and you know what i had said to this particular facilitator is that it's always important for us when we're working with concepts that have been taught through a body of wisdom that's been translated, that we understand that we're not always getting the exact translation that was meant by the original vessel that that wisdom came through, you know, which is usually a prophet. And what I mean by that is, you know, and that goes back to my own understanding being raised Catholic is that so much of what is taught in the Bible was translated through so many different language translations that a lot of times it's lost its real heart, the real meaning, the original meaning, because each time it's translated, the governing body that is making that translation happen is also using language so that it works in their favor, so that they are basically managing the communication so it fits with what they want people to think and not necessarily being true to the translation. And, you know, a lot of times languages don't fully translate. I remember learning a long time ago that in Greek, there are just all these different words for love because in that culture, there is just this understanding that there's all these types of love. And yet, if you're speaking in English, there's only one word for it. So if you were to try and translate something that speaks about love from Greek to English, you might not get the full power of what the original 
speaker was trying to convey. So all that being said, that when I say what I'm talking about with karma, it's really something I've come to understand, both from you know, reading about it, learning from teachers, and then also in my own meditations. So when I'm talking about karma and karmic relationships, I'm really speaking about the fact, as I've come to understand it, that when we leave this earthly realm, so when we leave our existence in this personality, in this particular me too, and we are beyond the veil in what I will call heaven when we've exited and crossed the veil, we'll have this opportunity to re-examine our life. And the way that I have come to understand that we get that examination is by experiencing what we put out into the world, but from the other's perspective. Meaning if we have done all of this to be kind and loving to others, then we're going to experience how that other person experienced it, as well as all the ripples that that created. I've talked about, you know, when my father crossed over and he was a very traditional Catholic, when he got to the other side, the thing that shocked him was that, you know, what he had thought would be happening is that God or one of God's second in command would be waiting there with a list of all of his sins, although he knew they were fairly minor and he was pretty sure he was getting into heaven. (laughs) And then they would kind of go through it like a report card. And what actually happened were all of these people were waiting for him. And a lot of them were people, what he had done for most of his life was an executive recruiter. So he placed people in jobs. And so these were all people who had benefited from those placements. It wasn't just the people he placed, but then the families of those people that he thrived because of the job or you know, had a ripple benefit of that. And that was overwhelming to him. And that's, and I've talked about many times here is why he said, kindness is the only currency we take with us. And kindness certainly sends ripples of karma, right? And so karma is not just bad. It's all things. It's the balance of all things. And so when we put that out, ultimately it's going to return to us. And when I am talking about karmic wounds or letting go of karma, it's more about the negative side of that or the shadow side of it or it's the the thing where you feel held back constantly by a pattern. And when it's karmic, it's how I understand it is that so we've crossed over to the other side of the veil and now we're getting ready to have our next life. So you, one, you have to believe in reincarnation to to kind of follow this train of thought. So we're going into this next life. And now something we did, let's say we were, you know, an abusive parent and we now feel that how much pain we caused through that abuse. There is a desire within the soul to absorb the fear and negativity that we put out into the world in that last lifetime. And we might feel like the best way for us to absorb it is to then be the recipient of abuse, or it might be to be a teacher that's particularly 
helpful to children that are abused, or it might be to be a doctor or a nurse. So there's lots of ways that you can then be on the balancing side of that experience. But what that comes from is even as souls, we are not omnipotent, right? It takes us many lifetimes to get to the point where we fully understand the love that God has for us. And so even as souls outside of the body, we have this desire to make up for what we wished we hadn't done. And in fact, I believe this concept of hell that I was taught as a Catholic, at least, what that really is, is just, if you think about it, someone who has put a lot of pain out into the world, if they then on the other side of the veil have to experience what it felt like to be the other people and the ripples of those people that they harmed, that to me would be hell. But it's not because we're being punished. It's because we're, that's just the, the process, right? And even while we're experiencing it, we are held in the body of love, right? We are held in the context of love. So when we come into a lifetime with these karmic wounds, and sometimes they're, as I understand it, again, I just keep saying as I understand it, because I don't claim to be a prophet. <laughs> I'm not claiming to say that I know for sure, but this is my understanding, is um, we can also take on sometimes the burden of someone else we love, right? Like a, a parent or a child or someone else in our soul group. And so then we come with these patterns and we can't understand why we act the way we act, right? Why we keep coming back to the way we keep coming back. And it can be because underneath it is this, this karmic tie. And I'll give you an example something I've already actively worked with for for a number of years. So it's a little bit easier for me to see the forest through the trees on it. Some years ago, I identified a past life where I had been a healer in very like long, 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 long ago. And where I used tinctures to help people. And for reasons I don't quite understand, but I think in part was greed, I diluted those tinctures. And so people didn't get the healing that they needed because the medicine was diluted. And while I was running my business this lifetime, the reason I became aware of that lifetime is because I constantly just kept adding and adding to programs. And when I would teach, I would just overgive and overgive and overgive to a point where people were, my colleagues and coaches were like, this is way too much. Like you're giving way too much for this price. You're giving way too much for this like promise, whatever it was. And that's, it was in doing that work that identified that lifetime. And it was because I came with this karmic wound around watering down my medicine in a past life. And so in that case, it wasn't that I necessarily took on the being that was getting watered down medicine, but the weight of that thing I had done was followed me into this lifetime. And so forgiveness was necessary. And there's this other understanding of karma that's kind of is that is almost as if, oh, well, you're, you know, you're stuck with your karma until you basically pay it off like a really bad debt. But my understanding 
is that that's not how it works and that we can forgive ourselves and free ourselves of that karma. And it hasn't always been as easy, but right now for the time that we're in, the vibration of the planet is accelerating to such a significant level that we are able to make leaps in our own soul's evolution this single lifetime that we would have needed multiple lifetimes to do in times past. And it's directly because of the increasing vibration on this planet. And why this was coming up in this discussion I was having with the our facilitators was because you and many may be starting to see like very old stuff coming up and being in your face. And that's happening to give you access to it. And so if you are looking to clear old patterns, I can tell you at the heart of that is forgiveness. And it's really interesting because that's coming up in such a big way because back on the summer solstice, I did a live event, a live virtual event called Unleash Your Magic. And I knew that one of the cornerstones of that was going to need to be a forgiveness practice. And then now I can tell you, looking back, it was a huge tipping point in the experience for all the attendees. Or I shouldn't say all the attendees, but the ones that talked to me about it, they all pointed to this. And for myself as well, there was this very old pattern, not something that I want to distract us with on this podcast, but this pattern that was happening in my life. And I suddenly was able to vocalize it about two weeks later to some people in my family. And it freed me in such a big way. And I you know, have been able to see a lot of my past lives. You may not be able to. And I just want you to understand, you don't need to know what the past life was. You really don't. Honestly, you don't even need to believe in past lives. If there is a pattern coming up and you're like, why is this happening? If you can start with a forgiveness practice, I promise you that holds the seeds to freedom for yourself. And speaking of that, I do want to say that although the live version of Unleash Your Magic is over, we have what we being the team, my awesome team has created it as a program that you can do in your own time. So if you want access to that very powerful forgiveness exercise we did working with our past and then moving into our future, there were so many powerful experiences. We did an experience where you got to meet your council of elders, your spiritual council of elders, which is different or it can be different than your spirit guides. A lot of times your core spirit guides will be on your council, but there was so much that happened in those two days. And originally when I had planned that event, I actually had planned it to be a six-week course. And the more I was tapping into the energy of the moment, it felt like people really wanted to move through this quickly. And in fact, the people that were there live did. But I'm also seeing that many people would prefer to do this in a paced way. And so that's what we've done. We've taken each of the pieces of that two-day event, which was very powerful, and we've put it together in a program. So you can get that for yourself right now. If you would like, you can go to pattylandcom forward slash Unleash Your Magic. 
and sign up. And I've put it at uh, 25% off right now. So that's available for you through, I don't have the date at my fingertips, but if you go to the page and it's no longer on sale, then you've missed the sale. So grab it now if it feels interesting to you. The other reason that this is coming up, and I'll be sharing more of that about this here, is I have been told that my work is shifting significantly and that a lot of the work that I've done in the past has to do with translating concepts that are available to everyone. And so what that looks like often is me doing something, doing it fairly poorly (laughs) the first time, (laughs) banging my head against the wall. And this is in personal development, spiritual development, whatever it is. And then finding my way through that and then figuring out how to translate that into actionable processes. That's my manifestation program is that, my receiving school is that, my spirit connection course is that, all of that is based on that process. But the work I'm meant to do going forward is about helping people in these very personal karmic patterns. So my spirit guides have not revealed the full picture to me yet, but I can tell you that more on that will be coming. But I know that Unleash Your Magic was that that first step in this process because the energy that was moving through those activities and that teaching was very, very significant. Significant to the point that the people that did participate live felt like they needed to sleep (laughs) quite a many hours at the end of it. So I'm happy for those that knew that the two-day experience that they were ready for it. I'm glad they jumped in. And for you, if you were not one of those people and you wanted it, but it felt too much to do it in two days, then this is your opportunity. So I, again, want to just bring you back to the focal point of you know, the, the karmic patterns that, that seem to be negative, maybe holding you back. Forgiveness is the key because even though your soul may have chosen to come into this lifetime with this karmic attachment, it's a choice. It is a choice and you can free yourself from that choice. And the key to that is forgiveness, self-forgiveness. So I send you with so much love. Remember, make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.